the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't what comes out. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Revelation chapter 3 Verse 14, the angel of the church in Laodicea, this thing says, the amen and the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot, I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth because you say, I am rich. Because you say, I am rich. I've become wealthy. Hear this the Lord is talking to a church that was big. You know, they had money. They had, you know, big things. They had big things. You know, the people in there, the people in there, and please, don't even look at this as if the Lord is talking to somebody else. Is the Lord talking to you? You feel that uh, you are rich. You have become wealthy. You have no need of anything. And the Lord says, you don't know that you are wretched. You are miserable. You are poor. You are blind. You are naked. Wow. So if you see riches and wealth and bigness and all of that, it means nothing. It's empty. Emptiness. Vanity. If it's not in the Lord, if it's not because of the Lord, if it's not prompted and powered by the Lord, it amounts to nothing. So the Lord is saying to this church, to that church, the Laodicean church, it says, you say, you are rich, you are wealthy, you have no need of anything, you have become big. Lord says, you are wretched, you are miserable, you are poor, you are blind, you are naked. Wow. Everybody that saw this church, saw what? Saw riches, saw them being clothed very well, saw them being wealthy, saw them doing good. No, the Lord says, you are miserable. Let that not be your portion. The Lord say, you need to be hot for him. Don't be lukewarm. If you're going to serve me, serve me well. Serve me big time. Don't serve me half-heartedly. Don't serve me haphazardly. Don't serve me here and there. Serve me completely. Very, very important that we serve the Lord wholeheartedly. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord is speaking to us on ascent to advance, for I've said before you an open door. I've said before you an open door. Amen. We want to take a quick look.
look at two examples of those who call upon the Lord and were helped in their time of need. Two examples of those who call upon the Lord in their time of need and they were helped. And I want to say that the Lord takes a special interest in helping those who are in need and especially those who put their trust in him. The Lord takes a special interest in helping those in need. The Lord takes a special interest in helping those in need. The Lord takes a special interest in helping the helpless, in helping the weak. The Lord takes a special interest in helping those who believe in him, those who trust him completely. Genesis 14, the scripture that we read from verse 8 to the end, we have an account of how five kings led by the king of Sodom rebelled against four kings. Five kings led by the king of Sodom rebelled against four kings led by the king of Elam, Chidelioma. And the four kings overpowered the five kings. The four kings overpowered the five kings. You know, four kings were oppressing five kings and those five kings rebelled against the four kings and the four kings still overcame them, overpowered them. And in Genesis chapter 14 verse 11 we see how it says then they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions and went their way. They also took Lot, Abraham's brother's son who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. Wow. Abraham was new in the land. He was a stranger in the land. Actually had no particular place of his own. But the Lord has already told him that all this land is yours. I hope you remember that. If you look at Genesis 13, 14, it says, And the Lord said to Abraham, after Lord had separated from him, Lift your eyes now, and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, I will give you and your descendants forever. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants could be numbered. Arise, walk in the land through its length and width, for I will give it to you. So, the Lord promised Abraham the land wherein he dwelt. But Abraham being new in this place, witnessed a fight over territories. Kings fighting to take over territories. Fighting for land. Fighting to control others. To expand their territories. And during one of these fights, Abraham's nephew, called brother here, was captured. Lot, who had gone to dwell in Sodom, he was taken captive. And in verse 13... The scripture says to us, somebody who had escaped came and told Abraham the Hebrew. So we see 322 people against thousands. Abraham was not a king of the earth. Was not a king by title. He was fighting against four kings. 322 soldiers against thousands of soldiers. How did Abraham win? How did Abraham overcome these people? We see, we have an answer when we read Genesis 14.22. Genesis 14.22. 
But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord, God most high, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a tread to a sander strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say I have made Abraham rich, except only what the young men have eaten and the portion of the men that went with me. Amen. I have lifted my hands to the Lord. I have surrendered my heart, my desire, my need to the Lord. In a time of need, Abraham cried to the Lord. He raised his hands to the Lord in prayer. And even made a promise to the Lord that whatever you give me in this battle, whatever comes as, as booties in this battle, I will not even take them because they are not clean. Lest this king, lest they say that they have made me rich. So, Abraham already surrendered unto the Lord, already, you know, raised his hand to the Lord in prayer, even before he went to battle. Now, we get a little more detail of this victory. When we read verse 18, Genesis 14, 18, it says, Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought bread and wine. He was the priest of God most high. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God most high. Possessor of heaven and earth. Is that familiar to us? Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who wants to receive anything that belongs to the Lord? Who wants to be blessed of the resources of God? He say you have to ascend to the hill of the Lord. So here Melchizedek. That is king of Salem. King of peace was also the king of righteousness. King of righteousness. He was Jesus, the Prinkani Jesus, that came to the help of Abraham in this battle. The one who had control over the land, the one to whom the land belonged, Jesus came and delivered Abraham from the hands of these people. The Lord gave him that victory to let him know that what he promised him, he will do, and it will not take his strength. It will not be by your strength. It will not be by your power. You see, I gave you victory. You are very small compared to them, but I gave you victory over them. That is to tell you that I will do what I promised you. Amen. So, the Lord showed Abraham that if he trusts in him, he will exalt him. He will lift him up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, let's look at another example of how God helps those who are in need. First Chronicles 4, 9-10. This short passage has caught attention of many people. And books and books have been written on the name of somebody called Jabez. Jabez. Just a short prayer that he prayed. His life changed completely. And books have been written about him. This is the only place where you see his name. But there's a lot we can learn from that. In 1 Chronicles 4, 9-10, the scripture said, Now Jabez, he was of the tribe of Judah, by the way. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you will bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that your hand will be with me, and that you will 
keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Amen. Wow. The interesting thing is that the beginning of his story is the end of his life. Amen. Let me say that again. The story of his life starts with what? And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, than his brothers. Jabez did not start out being more honorable. He was not doing well. He was struggling. He was behind his brothers. The name given to him by his mother also contributed to the problem. Because names are very important. Names tell on you. Jabez was suffering because of the name given to him by his mother. He was being called pain, pain, pain several times a day. And he was in pain psychologically. He was in pain physically. He was in pain emotionally. He was in pain mentally. He was not doing well. Oh, when he realized what was happening, he called upon the name of the Lord. He says, oh, that you will bless me indeed, God of Israel. Bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and that you will keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. You can make this prayer your prayer in the name of Jesus. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.